your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. I did not have sexual relations with that woman. In fact, that's a bunch of malarkey. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. You've just tuned in to the greatest podcast nobody's ever heard of. DNR Radio. That's right, DNR Radio. Welcome back. First full week of December. I'm Russ. That's Dark Side. What is this, episode number nine? Number nine. Numero nueve. Rolling right through the year. I am when we're uh, picking up picking up steam. Yeah, yeah, getting some more listeners. People are reacting nicely to it, so uh, it's a good time. Yeah, I got mm-hmm. I got some good comments from uh, the people that I work with. Surprisingly, uh, picked up on the on the show and uh, actually uh, upper levels of management. So it's actually some good feedback. I appreciate it. Didn't get in trouble, so that's I a good thing. I did not. You know what? A you never drop. Where you where you work, right. right? So you don't crap where you eat, right? <laughs> yeah. You, you don't want to tick off the wrong person. Yeah, he actually thought that we were insightful and and uh, somewhat educational. Well, you're you're insightful and educated. I'm just here for the ride. <laughs> but you're just you're sounding damn sexy, isn't tonight. it? Though I'm telling you, I'm I'm getting turned on by my own <laughs> voice. Something going on we're, with that microphone tonight. I like. Yeah, it. we're having some kind of microphone issues. I Does sound it, like I'm like volume or something. Yeah. I mean, there's some popping in there. I hear like you know. It's, yeah, I don't know. I'm like maybe maybe I touched something I shouldn't have. Well, that's not the first time you've been accused of that. <laughs> Tissues, please. <laughs> and there's that line. There's the line. Any closer to being ready for Christmas? No. no. Actually. I was telling you last week about that jersey that right. I bought online. Right. That's turning into a freaking nightmare. Did it happen? Well, I go on and they give you like a tracking order number, and uh, number. Mm, you hear that? <laughs> you heard it. This that is awesome. The exact same spot. <laughs> so I, yeah, I'm looking at the the website, and again, I researched the website. I bought a jersey for my son uh, for Christmas, and I researched the website before purchasing it. Like I said last week, and everything seemed up and up. So I go on the website. Uh, yesterday, and I'm looking at it, and I'm like, okay, w- there, there's something going on here, because I it still says that the order is processed, hasn't gone to any shipping, hasn't done any of this, that, the other thing. I'm nervous about online ordering, so I call the 1-800 number, you know, their customer service number, and this number is not in service anymore. No. Oh, yeah, dude, I'm like so freaking out. I'm like irked about this, you know, this is a Christmas gift. It took you money. <laughs> They did seven. I mean, with shipping, it was like seventy something bucks. But you know, I mean, it is what it is. Lesson learned. But oh, dude, I'm, I'm bent. I'm like, I know he really wanted this jersey, so now it's back to the drawing board. If it comes in the mail, cool. If it doesn't, then after the holidays, I'll go to the credit company, credit card company, dispute charges, do whatever, and just. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm it. just. I'm distracted. I am too. That voice. It's a. It's a little weird. It is. I gotta. Uh, it's a little strange. It's very, it's like throwing me <laughs> off my game completely. I know, me too, dude. I, I keep talking and I'm like, who's this sexy bastard I know. talking? I'm looking for Barry White. <laughs> Barry, very white. Yeah. Take me, Barry. <laughs> you, how, how are you doing with your, your Christmas shopping? My what? Oh, you're one of those. Oh, yeah. I used to do that, too. Wait till the day before. Oh, I don't do anything. Yeah. Yeah. No, like last year, dude, I was done in August. 
oh, I had it going on. I was done. I've done that before. It's so relaxing. But then you lose the fun. What fun? Walking around the mall like a zombie, like all the other idiots. Like you know, I like walking around Walmart. We've discussed that. Looking at all the people, and I blend right in. But that's not around the holidays. That's not fun. Rushing around trying to get your head out of your butt to to get things figured out. You're in. You get. You're out before the holidays. Uh, listen, I'm guilty of it too. So I'm certainly not sitting here saying, "Oh, how awful." I- I'm guilty of it too. But man, it sucks, dude. Because you're already stressed out enough as it is with the holidays. You know, it's just added stress. Last year, I rocked it, dude. Everybody on my list, everybody, completely taken care of before the end of summer. I I started thinking about it uh, December 23rd, mm-hmm. and by then Paulette already had everybody taken care of. Yeah, see, the women have it a little more organized than we do. Uh, just amazing how she keeps track of it. Yeah. I try to write a list. I'll write down a list. I'll write down uh, costs. You know, like, okay, this person, you got a method. 100 bucks. I have a method, and I usually follow it this year out, out, the, out the window. I didn't even do it. I'm just, I'm so far behind in trying to get my head untucked from my butt. It's just unreal. Yeah, that's the cranial anal infarction <laughs> is just. Yeah. I got liberal disease. <laughs> well. Speaking of which, one of the best ones out there. Have you seen, you've been following Jill Stein? A a little bit. So she's going after Wisconsin, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. She wants recounts. Mm -hmm. This woman couldn't build a a war chest for her own presidential campaign. She built up a $16 million war chest to try to get recounts done. And for Hillary. I mean, it's obviously... She's saying it's not for Hillary. She's saying it's because... They're too close, and there's so many potential uh, shenanigans with the electronic ballots, and they just need to reaffirm for the American people. Yeah, but who, who, if it works out in this manner, it doesn't benefit her. She's still not going to win. Well, that's why Michigan has, as of today, halted the process. Uh, because there was no inherent value to the person that was making the petition. Okay, that makes sense. Plus, during the recounts that, uh, in, the, in in Michigan that they've already done, Trump's gained seventy four votes. <laughs> backfire. So a complete backfire. He only won, you know, by, by like seventy thousand votes, I think, but he gained another <laughs> another handful. You know, this is great though because now we get to watch Hillary lose twice. <laughs> and and somebody actually, uh, I think it was uh, uh, Rush Limbaugh actually uh, tweeted about that today. Yeah, the fact that she's the first woman to lose the presidential <laughs> race three times, two thousand eight, two thousand sixteen, yeah. and then the recount. I forgot about the the two thousand eight run. And then uh, Pennsylvania uh, had uh, they have state law that says that if you don't file for a recount by a certain date, you can't get it. Right. And they didn't file by a certain date, so now she's going to court. That court case is going to be uh, heard this coming Friday, okay. which uh, would be December 9th. And uh, if they do that recount, uh, it may affect the Electoral College, which is due to take effect on the 13th. That's, that's would when, they postpone that? or? On, I don't know if they would postpone it, or if they would uh, cast the ballots that are secure and then not announced until Pennsylvania, or uh, the court case could be thrown out on Friday, and then it wouldn't matter. It'd be a moot point. Right. Now, conspiracy style, do you think Hillary's putting her up to this? 
I mean, because she's been, other than her occasional photo op, hiking or going through some antique stores, Hillary's been, she's been quiet. I think she's been she, kind of out in the background. I, I kind of think that she's resigned to the fact that she knows how the process is uh-huh. and that it doesn't matter. Right. You're not, you need to overturn uh, all three of those states plus another couple. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, you can turn it around and, and Trump can say, well, let's let's recount New Hampshire. Right. Let's recount one of the one of the blue states and, and see what happens here. I mean, if anybody should be asking for a recount, which, of course, why would he? I mean, he won. But, you know, with uh, we've talked about it in the past. Look at all the, you know, the electronic ballots that people went in. They pressed Trump, Pence, and they walked out. And they don't know if it actually tallied for Trump, Pence. It was in the news. I mean, these were proven things. You press Trump, Pence, and it switched to Hillary and, and Bozo the Clown, whatever his name was. Kane, right? Kane. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, the, how are you going to accurately... Recount with the electronic ballots. Wait, 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 I got, I got to interject. Got to interject with Kane. Yeah. So there was that that tragedy out at the school where uh, in Ohio, uh, yeah. where the the Somalian immigrant went a little off and started stabbing people, mm-hmm. and Kane tweeted, "This is what happens when you condone gun violence." Yeah. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> what? Yeah. Great. What, what happened? <laughs> Great pick, Hillary. What? You idiot. <laughs> Was this guy putting, you know, was it a bayonet he at just the jumped, end of a rifle? He just jumped on it. He jumped the, on it as soon as he could. They never waste a tragedy, but listen, if if you're going to be completely uh, off base with it. <laughs> it just it made me, my 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 hair hurt mm-hmm. reading that. <laughs> yeah. I just, I, I didn't get it. And, and this was the guy that was going to be number two. Yeah, and he was Doctor Evil's number two. <laughs> he was Mini Me. I just oh, and everybody's oh, so no. up in arms about Trump's tweets. I mean, yeah, he, he gets a little carried away oh, yeah, once in a while. On. I mean, they, but, they, the guy. Uh, I mean, dude, we this voted dude brought for a him, gun but, to a knife fight. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you know, Trump. Trump's got a. He's got to shut up, man. He's, no, he, he's. I think he's got to tone it down a little bit. <sighs> I, and, and I thought, I thought his people took it away from him. No, I, I think what they did was they had somebody... I don't think they took it away from him. I just think they had somebody kind of sitting there uh, holding his hand through it, you know, kind of babysitting him. Well, that guy's fired. Fail. Huge fail. <laughs> Epic fail. This guy hasn't shut his flapper yet. Yeah, he's he's on a tear. And, and, and okay, so he, he's now Time's Person of the Year. Yeah. When did we go to Person of the Year? Wasn't it Man of the Year? It used to be man of the year. I don't. I don't know. Maybe back in the. 90s I mean, if it's a woman, something. I guess funny. She could be the woman, woman of, the of the year. I mean, right? Yeah. But you know, the person yeah, makes of the sense. Year? Person of the year. Yeah. It's, it's keep it androgynous. Yeah. But times okay. human being of the year. Yeah. We can P- go with that. Politically right? correct. So a horrible mm-hmm. cover shot, right? Did you see it? Was that, was that a painting or was that a photographer? So, no, it was know. actually. Let me bring it up. It was an actual photo. And they had him sitting. I, I don't know when they took the photo. If he was, oh hey, we're gonna make you uh, person of the year. Come to to a photo shoot. I don't know how they arranged it to get this picture. Or they just walk up behind him and say, "Yo, Donald!" And he turns around and, and it's like, right. click. He's sitting in a chair. Looks like he's trying to squeeze out a, a butt bubble. Yeah, yeah. It looks like he's kind of leaning to the right yeah. a little, let one slide. Yeah. He's but he's sitting in this leather chair and he looks very regal. You know, he looks very professional. And they snap the photo over his right shoulder, so he's kind of turning, looking at the camera. It's a good shot. I mean, 
considering some of the other horrible photos with his hair looking like flock of seagulls you know this is a decent shot of him but you have to look it up online the position that he's sitting in and the way they laid out the the lettering on the uh the magazine color the m of time magazine the, the letter m right above his head looks makes it look like he has devil horns really really big devil horns right if that is not subliminal message... Like Hellboy-style yeah, horns. Yeah, and he's just sitting there kind of like... It looks almost like he's got a growl on his face. So, I mean, they're basically, you know, devil of the year, I think is what they're going for. Well, And, and you know, whether they were going for it or not, they're not going to shy away from the publicity, right? No. They're, it's a magazine. They need to sell. Oh, this one's going to sell like hotcakes. It's going to sell huge. You know, especially with the, the subtitle there. It says, you know, okay, so it's person of the year, time, and it's got his photo, and it says Donald Trump. This is the part. Okay, so their little subliminal messages irked me a little bit, but, I, you know, it's funny. Okay, I can get over that. This is what irked me a little bit. It says president of the divided states of America. Yeah. President of the divided states of America. <laughs> that is a problem. Excuse me. Time out. Hold on. These divided states of America has been because of the last eight freaking years. So now you're going to put it on him on the cover of Time magazine, person of the year, president of the divided states of of America. Well, that's because the left uh, still insists to this day that he's not their president. Now, right. mind you, thus uh, those of us that are, are are center or right of center, mm -hmm. we weren't allowed to say that about Obama because then we would be racist. Right. Yeah, you couldn't go against. We them. couldn't say Obama wasn't our president because now we're misogynists. Right. But we can do it to the man that they make fun of, call him Cheetos. Mm -hmm. Right and uh, yeah. Oompa the, right, I mean, and, and he's not our president, so that's okay. Mm -hmm. I just why is it okay for for them to have their opinion, but nobody else can have theirs? Well, it's like USA Today. I came across this one earlier on on Facebook. It's the USA Today's uh, page, and it says, "Of Americans polled, get a load of this. Do the math. Follow along. Thirty-eight okay. percent." think Donald Trump will be a poor or terrible president. An improvement since October when 57% said he would be poor or terrible. So his polls are getting better, even according to a liberal rag like USA Today. His polls are getting better. He's only 38% polled think he'll do a terrible thing. But their sub-headline says, Majority of Americans unhappy with Trump's handling of the transition. 38%. So that means 62% is on board with him. Well, hold on. Let me. Yeah. Do the numbers. Yeah. A majority of Americans are unhappy with Trump. So 38% is the majority. Divide. divide right. Carry the three. Don't forget the one. 38% is a majority. According to uh, USA Today. Yeah. I thought I thought fifty percent plus one was a majority. Fifty simple yeah. simple majority. Well, I mean, here we are with Common Core, right? Is that who we're gonna? That's it. You it know is... what? We need to ask them to show their work. Yeah. <laughs> Write this down. Email us. Let show us know. Show me the how, number line. How I need did, the number line. How did you come to this? 30, Where's the number line? Thirty-eight percent. So I guess, hey, if thirty-eight percent is the majority, maybe Jill Stein's onto something. I can get my stepson to do it. He's really good at this number line. Right. So right, yeah. he can figure this stuff out like that. Dude, my five-year-old could have probably said, "Wait a minute, 
38 out of 100. Something's not right. Yeah, get the beans. Put the beans on the table like when you were a kid and take away. Right, so you give a kid 100 jelly beans and you take 38 and you say, you know what, that's more than than the 62 you got left. And they're going to look at you like you got a lobster crawling out of your ear. So, but that's just them. Again, they're biased, you know, uh, biased rhetoric. And of course, if you click on the uh, comments, click on the comment section. Oh, it's all just, it's a bash Trump thing. And, you know, again. Did you troll? Did you troll? A little bit. Yeah, a little bit. boy. She's, dude, she's threatening me again. My old lady. I'm changing the password. I'm done with this. I think I might have gotten her kicked out of another one of her crafting websites that she goes to. (laughs) (laughs) She's threatening. I'm like, I don't want my own Facebook page. You're going to need one. You're going to need one. I am going to need one. But it's such a pain in the butt. Listen, I don't, I don't have email. I don't have any of this. I glom onto hers because it's easier for me to do that than try to figure out the technical issues of creating my own. Everybody's use, like, oh, it's so easy. I, I don't want one. Use the show's email. Do you really want me trolling under our email address? Under DNR? I'll, dude, I'll do it. I don't we'll, care. We'll get people showing up to listen, All right, I'm in. Dude, uh, new mission. My trolling this week is going to be under ours. Yeah. We're gonna, I'm going to do it, dude. Totally. You're, you're going to have to show me how. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I'm free I, this weekend. I ain't got uh, much going on. Dude, it's a good time, bro. I'll do I it. still haven't decorated the tree. There's no tree up here yet. I didn't see one. No, I didn't put it on. No, no, I didn't no. see the lights on your porch yet? No, I know. You are, you are falling I'm behind, down, bro. I'm, getting, I'm bad. You do know tis the season, right? Uh, you're not going to yeah, throw them out in January. <laughs> well, we, well, I might. Hmm. I, I left some of them up all year. I do. Yeah. <laughs> I know, we talked about it last yeah, week. Yeah, I'm cool with that. I got I got a 300-pound artificial tree sitting in the basement that I have to get on my knees to get down into. Uh-huh. So usually Paulette will drag it up, and then she's hurting for three weeks because it weighs three times as much as she does. Is it a big one? It's a it's a six-and-a-half-footer or something like that. Yeah. But the, the thing, no, the thing's 22 years old. Oh, all right. Classic. Yeah, we talked about that. Antique. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, dude, if you need help dragging it out, I'll go get I'll go get the boy. He'll help. Volunteer the boy. You thought I was going to say I'll do no, it. No, I knew you were going to do that. <laughs> that ain't happening, bro. We are birds of a feather, dude. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so, back on top. I mean, we last week we just went off on a whole bunch of tangents, and yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. That, that was great. But I want to talk about uh, the future. Right, when I mean, we look at, all right, we 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 accomplished our mission of putting who we wanted into the White House. Right, mm-hmm. this dude is starting to scare the crap out of me myself. You know, some some of the some of the things that he's doing, some of the picks that he's making, uh, to to help him govern uh, the the people that are going to lead his departments, uh, are causing me a little bit of concern. Okay. There's there's some he he was he was touted. Uh, and and his whole rhetoric was draining the swamp, right? Getting rid of the status quo, getting rid of uh, the the same old muck that's been there forever, right? And all I see is a changing of the water. Okay, I don't actually see progressive change happening in in the people that he's putting in there. Now, mind you, he's he's not a politician, right? He he's not known to be around the political circle, so he's he's working off of advisors. Right. He's working off of people who are supposedly in the know, but those people have been involved in politics their whole life. Mm-hmm. So maybe we're really not draining the swamp. Maybe it's just looking at the same swamp from a different different perspective. 
Yeah, I never really thought of it that way. I've been, I mean, I've been watching some of the picks he's been making. Strangely comfortable with some of them, on the fence with a few others. Yes. I'm, uh, but I'm not, uh, I'm not afraid. I think, you know, uh, I, I definitely think that you're going to get, you're going to get people going at it from all different angles anyway. Oh, this is a horrible pick. Oh, this is a terrible pick. Everybody's pretty much criticizing him since day one anyway, and I'm, I'm not saying you have been, but... You know, you can't if you drain the swamp entirely and just bring in complete inexperience. I think that would I be. Agree. Uh, I agree. You know, I mean, his catch thing was drain the swamp, drain the swamp. Well, I think yeah, he is replacing one water for the other. But not, in some instances, listen, now, not in some of them, it's refreshing. To yeah, see. but not everything. If you think about it in analogies, not everything in a swamp is terrible, dude. Catfish, fry that up. It's pretty tasty. I mean, there's some qualities of a swamp that are pretty, pretty decent. I'm stretching, aren't I? You are. You're, you're really <laughs> nah, because what does a catfish eat? Crap. Right. Yeah, but you fry that up, dude. Oh, tasty. So let's let's mm. look at <laughs> crap that gets fried. <laughs> His his uh, choice for labor secretary, right? Uh, Andy Puzder. This guy is the uh, CEO of a fast food franchise mm-hmm. conglomerate, right? Yeah. So you're going to put a guy who is uh, against the $15 an hour movement, which I am in agreement with, but who's a, a staunch supporter of maintaining the federal minimum wage where it's at. Wait a minute. You're in agreement with... Anti fifteen dollars. Okay, an hour. good. You, you, you shouldn't be making fifteen dollars an hour to flip no. burgers. No. They pay truck drivers sixteen seventy five an hour to start, right. and you have to go to school and be trained and yeah. have a specialized license to do yeah. that. I was I'm not going to. You know, I was an EMT. I was an emergency medical technician. I worked there for five years. When I left, I was making thirteen sixty nine an hour. Now, mind you, it's it's not a hell of a lot of money to begin with, right? It really isn't. And and while I do support everybody trying to have a better quality of life. Mm-hmm. Go earn yours. Yes. Right? Now, you want to make that kind of money? Get promoted at McDonald's. Mm-hmm. Get yeah. promoted at Burger King or Wendy's. Become a shift manager or, or store manager. Mm-hmm. You know, get your uh, serve safe certification, and you can make your $55,000, $60,000 a year as a store manager. Right. Mop in the latrine does not warrant $15 an hour. Well, no. I don't know. Some of these stores, it might hazard well, pay, but, you know. yeah. I have some, some uh, and, uh, and I put this in quotations, some friends uh, online. Um, over the years, they've taken a turn to the left. Pretty, pretty hardcore liberals. A couple of them actually defriended me after knowing them for 25-plus years because of difference of opinion, which, in my opinion, is hypocritical to the most i mean i would never unfriend anybody i've never unfriended anybody for anything but especially for difference of opinion on politics that's hypocritical so i've never done it but there are a few of my friends and and they posted something recently Uh, anyone who opposes raising the minimum wage should be forced to live on it for 30 days i've done it i've done it too i decided it sucked and I decided to better myself. Do something else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, when I when I first got married, right in 1996, I tried to make it in the radio business. Yeah. Right. I was holding five part-time jobs. Yeah. Five, working them simultaneously mm-hmm. at minimum wage or for tips, to try to support me, my wife at the time, and we had a bun in the oven. Yeah, raising so, a family. You know, uh, driving a limo, 
working at uh, the local cable franchise, working at City Hall, running their television station, mm -hmm. doing uh, sports commentary, and then working in a deli. Yeah. All, you know, and at that time, it's like $6 an hour, six fifty an hour 20 yeah. years ago. Mm -hmm. and, and that's what I'm making. Mm -hmm. And I'm getting a couple hours sleep here, a couple hours sleep there. And then you get to a point, you're like, you know what? This sucks. Yeah. I got to go do what I got to do. Time for a change. I went back into uh, commercial driving, and that's what I did for uh, another 15 years. I started in uh, professional radio back in 95, the beginning of 95. And I was making, I think, maybe a dollar more than minimum wage. I mean, and it was crap back then. You know, and I was busting my ass. Mm -hmm. I was doing what I had to do to try to survive. So, you know, oh, live it for 30 days. I lived it for years. I'm trying to make money in the radio business, in professional radio. It it's doesn't a, happen. It's a nightmare. It, it took me years happen. to get established and, and start getting some to funds get coming in to get anywhere. But I stuck it out. I went. I took some extra classes. I did what I had to do to climb the ladder. I didn't sit there and bitch and moan and pr protest and riot because I felt entitled to something. Would it have been nice to get more money for doing the, the labor I was doing? It was hard work trying to do what I was doing. Okay, radio's not really... It's hard work. I, you know well, what I'm saying. It is. It's yeah. mentally draining. It's me okay, yes. I like that. We'll go with that. Mentally drained. I was it mentally is. drained, dude. I was. I when was you're working. piecing together bits yeah. and you're splicing audio mm -hmm. yeah. and then you're running carts, because back then we used eight track machines still. Yeah. So yeah. we're running cart machines, mm -hmm. doing the reel to reel, yeah. running the board. You were an engineer. Yeah. So you're running the board. Mm hmm. Taking the calls, bringing them in, and then you're doing the PR gigs. Yeah. You're out on the weekend with, with D and the crew. I mean, you're doing everything you had to, yeah. to 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 make things happen. Well, see, but that's when I started making the money. It was before that. When I well, yeah, but even then you're working even, your tail off. Well, even then I had to even work when my you ass made off. It, yeah. You're yeah, still yeah. working. But at, at the beginning, I remember my first year in, in professional radio. I got hired. Okay, it was a brand new format. They still didn't even have DJs. It, it was literally like a couple of months after the the station just turned the format. And I got hired as quote unquote temporary help, fresh out of Connecticut School of Broadcasting. Oh, well, you know, we need your help for two weeks. They told me it was two weeks. You know, it's just a temporary position, doing some promotions and stuff, driving things to Strawberries Record Store. It used to be a record store back then called Strawberries. It was a chain, it's not around anymore. Just for those of you listening that have no idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> dating myself so but okay so after, at the end of the two weeks listen I, I sucked up to the bosses i was nice as pie i showed up straight wasn't high anything like that wow I did, yeah I did back, what then. I, back then i did what i had to do i i busted my ass for those two weeks for these people it showed to them that you know hey this guy he's a good worker he's hungry yeah they didn't give me a raise but they gave me the the overnight position okay third shift dj here you go. Have have it. It's you. Okay. The very first year that I worked there, and I'm not even joking about this. You can ask my old lady. You can go back and, and look up the records. I had, in the course of that following year, one day off. One. In the course of the entire year. See, radio is a little weird. They don't work by the conventional labor laws. Nope. It doesn't work that way. It doesn't. There is no laws when it comes to professional radio. Nope. You're there one day, you're gone the next, no explanation. You, you don't sit there and you don't get benefits and pay for it. You, They work by their own rules. So that first year, 
one day off, and it happened to be New Year's Eve. That was the only day I had off that entire first year that I worked there. So this person posting, oh, try it for 30 days. I tried it. I lived it. And you know what? It sucked. Not disagreeing with it. But better yourselves. Don't expect handouts. Don't expect people to sit there and say, you're not going to get it. Yeah. You know what? You want want 15 bucks an hour. Stop screwing up my freaking order. (laughs) Yeah, I get home the other day. I went and bought a couple of Happy Meals for the two little kids. I get home. It's all screwed up. The bag of fries is half empty. They forgot their apple slices. I mean, it was a mess. I called them up. I said, are you guys busy over there? And the lady says, no, not really. I says, yeah, I know, because I was just through the drive-thru. I said, uh, did, did you happen to run out of apple slices? She says, no, we got them right here. I says, well, next time, pay attention and put them in the freaking order. I'm not trying to be a dick to these people. They work hard. Uh, well, some of them. Some of them. Some of them. But at the same time, I, I mean, how many people out there can sit there and say they never had a screwed up order? You know, constantly. I mean, there's some that you don't even go to anymore because they screw it up all the time. Yeah. How, how, it's not that. I mean, it's not rocket science. I mean, you got the donut place right over here on, on Pine that you don't, they, they screw up everything. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Everything. What's so hard about pumpkin spice? Eight skim milks. How, how tough is it to pour a coffee? Yeah. How many sugars you want? Well, the light and sweet. Mm-hmm. Is that five or six? Oh, I got that the other day. Well, what's the serving size? Yeah. I don't know what the hell you're putting in. Yeah. I asked for, I went to buy coffee for work and I was buying for one of my friends and he says, you know, uh, extra large coconut, light and sweet. Okay. I say that in the speaker and she says, she says the same thing like you just said. Oh, is that five and five? I said, is what five and five? Well, the sugar and cream, light and sweet. Well, so we go by numbers here. <laughs> when did this become a mathematical freaking right. equation to order a freaking coffee? A year ago, it was A year ago, you said light and sweet. It wasn't a problem. Right. Okay. Light and sweet. Sometimes it wasn't sweet enough. Sometimes right. it puckered you up. Yeah. Figure out the math, lady. I don't know. Whatever light and sweet is, you figure it out. Now you have to order by number. It's yeah. like paint by number. It is. You it order it, by totally. Number. And, but 15 bucks an hour. That's what they want. Well, because they can't figure out the change if it doesn't display for them. Yeah. That's another great count. thing. Yeah, give them that extra penny just to even it out to a dollar and it throws them into a tizzy. They're nuts. Uh, So, we talk about the labor secretary, who I think is is a a slight issue. And then, small business administration. (laughs) Let's put the chairman of a multi-billion dollar entertainment conglomerate in charge of small business. Uh, You know, a couple weeks ago, I, I, I don't think I was too on board with her. But after doing a little bit of thinking, Linda McMahon... I think I'm all right with that. I really do. What does she bring to the table? See, Did I, she really run it? She didn't. Vince ran the show. No. Well, no. no not. Come on. Listen, dude. We're both married. Well, Who runs the show, bro? Well, come on. God. <laughs> gotcha. Well, <laughs> Listen, she took a... Um, I'm not that into wrestling. You know, uh, my son went through a little phase where he was into the WWE. We took him to some events and stuff even when i was a kid my brother was into it he'd put me in a sleeper hold camel clutch all that other crap make me pass out my brother was a dick he was into it you know what i mean (laughs) me i wasn't really into it but i I always thought it was hokey so a couple weeks ago when i heard her name being tossed around i'm like oh man that kind of brings a too much of like a carnival feel to this uh presidential election more so than what the libs are making it out to be but after, after like really sitting down reading it and thinking about it, here's a woman who was part of an organization that started off like everything else from nothing. Just a well, they little were bit bankrupt of, a couple of times. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, so was Trump, but that's a business maneuver. That's yeah. a business move. But here's somebody that built 
an, an entertainment empire from a couple of sweaty dudes running around on, on canvas beating the crap out of each other. That's business right there. I, I'm all right with her. I can go with that. Yeah. I can I can buy into that. Yeah. Scott Pruitt is uh, a lobbyist for the uh, fossil fuel industry, mm-hmm. and uh, Trump has named him to be the uh, secretary of the EPA, EPA administrator, which Trump has, has uh, made a campaign promise to completely dismantle. Hmm. So you see everything going on in the Dakotas right now with that pipeline. You see everything going on with fracking and how that gas is leaking into people's drinking water and people can light the water coming out of their tap, right? You, you see some of that? I did. That's They turn on your water and you can, you can light it up. So you're going to put somebody who is anti-environmental in charge of the Environmental Protection Agency. I'm... I'm 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 afraid. How far? I don't know much about the guy, uh, the position. This this aspect is kind of out of my wheelhouse, as are most other things we we talk about. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, how far? Listen, just because you're uh, you're looking to make changes in a certain facet of of the government, how far out of touch is this guy? And what I mean by that is, okay, so I. Uh, you you got You're taking a guy, who is for fracking. Mm-hmm. He's for more oil. He's for more coal, right? Yeah, but and you're putting him in charge of. Well, these are some of the byproducts of some of these procedures, right? And you're putting him in charge of the department, whose job it is to protect against that. Okay. To me, it's an oxymoron, right? It's a conflict of interest. Mm-hmm. Right now. The group that he's lobbying with is suing the EPA. So now, you know what? We're going to put you in charge of the department that you're in the middle of suing. Right. Is uh, that to me? That's it's a. But he still has to be. He has to be. He's going to be confirmed, right? Yeah. So yeah, all these, all these that we were talking about, they all require Senate confirmation. I mean, now is he? He's like against the whole global warming, all that other crap, right? This well, guy? he's one of the ones that doesn't believe it's happening. Okay. Do you? To a point. Yeah. I mean, a lot of it is natural, mm-hmm. right? But we do accelerate it. Yeah. I mean, when you have the millions of cars and, and trucks and factories that spew out carbon monoxide, we know how uh, the Ice Age uh, happened and ended with the uh, buildup of greenhouse gases. Right. Heats it up, gets to a critical point. The, the planet pretty much shuts down and then goes into a deep freeze. I mean, it's a, it, it does cycle, just we accelerate it a okay. little bit. So we, we are just helping the natural process. I, I just find it hard to believe anybody would be for, uh, you know, water that you could light on fire and, and stuff like that. You well, know? it's I mean, like it happens so infrequently that, uh, you know, it's there's uh, an allowable amount of collateral damage. Well, I'm going to plead ignorance on this one. I'm, I got to read a little further into him. I, I'll be honest with you. I, I mean, I don't know much about the guy, but you know, I'm hey, I'm willing to give people a fair chance. Change happens, right? Well, yeah, we'll see if the Senate gives him a chance. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Retired four-star general John F. Kelly. All right, uh, he was in the headlines a while back. His son actually uh, also served, uh, was killed in the line of duty over in Afghanistan. 
uh, Trump has uh, pegged him to run Homeland Security. Right. Uh, I, I really think that this is, I mean, my personal opinion, I, th- I think this whole department is a waste. I think the Homeland Security uh, should be a part of the Department of the Interior. It shouldn't be its own department. I think that they, uh, well, think about it. TSA. Yeah. Have they ever thwarted a terrorist attack? Not that I'm aware of. Right. They've been in existence 15 years. Right. They pat down little old ladies and sick people. Yeah, make you take your shoes off. Stuff like you know, that. Have they, we're, we've spent billions of dollars on this agency. Mm-hmm. Billions of dollars on these scanners, these full body scanners where they get to look at you naked. Right. Uh, have they thwarted any terrorist attacks? Or have they discovered it's... any terrorist attacks? Uh, not that's been reported, at least. No. So... Right. So we're gonna now. I like I like Kelly, right? Mm-hmm. I like I like him as a guy, but now you're gonna put him uh, a military guy in charge of homeland security and in charge of the TSA, which may only embolden them. So you're so you think the homeland security uh, the the homeland security force should be not necessarily disbanded. But melded into something else instead of its own entity. Where's Border Patrol? Ah, they're point. under the Department of the Interior. Yeah, good point. Mm. And that's wouldn't homeland- they be Homeland Security? Yeah, that's Homeland Security. They're securing right. our borders. That makes right. sense. So why don't you have Border Control at international airports? Right? Well, th- this will be the guy that'll have to uh, secure the borders. Yeah. If, if, oh, if no, because it'll be the Department of Interior. Uh-huh. Hmm. Ah. Government wasting, and you found it. Everybody sees it, right? It's a, <laughs> I didn't see after, it. After, after, after 9-11, everybody freaked. We, oh, we need to protect the homeland. Yeah. You know? Uh, we were already protecting it. This was a one-off. Hmm. And, and, and really, if you want to know how to uh, pr- protect against terrorism in a non-intrusive way. Right. Look at look at the Jews. Israel has got some of the best security for their airports, and they're nowhere near as intrusive as the TSA. And there's no terrorists on any Israel flights. El Al is the national airline of Israel. Okay. No, no nothing, ever. I didn't know that. But hmm. the U.S. hasn't gone to them and used their methods. Huh. We decided to create our own department, create a bureaucracy, Funnel money into it, hand Funnel over fist. money yeah. into it, hand over fist with billions of dollars in budget. Huh. And they haven't succeeded in stopping any terrorist attack. They haven't thwarted anything. That we're all, aware of. All, all that we know. Well, if they if they had things to toot their horns about. Yeah, devil's advocate, though. Maybe they're keeping it quiet to not incite panic. People wanted people. They ask, have you done any good? We we see you rip wigs off of cancer patients, okay, and manhandle our daughters. Devil's advocate, though. Here's the thing: if you hear on a weekly, uh, biweekly, a monthly basis, okay, they caught this many people trying to sneak this stuff on a board. They 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 found you're not gonna want to fly anymore because there's an op there's an opportunity for them to. Well, if they caught ten people this month, what if it, there was eleven and one got by? I understand where you're coming from that, yeah, they, they would toot their own horn. But at the same time, I mean, if they come out with all these different, oh, my God, we found this many people. 
well, holy crap, there's that many people trying to do bad stuff. I'm not going to fly. I don't want to take the chance that they accidentally miss this Listen, one. I don't have a problem with walking through a metal detector. Yeah. Right? Or or even if you want me to take my shoes off because of the, the, the shoe bomber. Mm-hmm. Right? Which, Which I had to do one time. Right. I yeah. had to do it, too. That's... Mm-hmm. But the second you put me up in front of a full body scanner and hit me with particles of something I have no idea what it is, and and uh, what are you looking for? Well, are you looking, looking for an and uh, uh, an implanted device somewhere yeah. in my body? Oh, some of these crazy bastards. They'll I mean, stick things you know, up if their I'm going to stick a, a, a kilo of coke up my butt, that's one thing. Right. Uh, I'm not throwing a bomb up there you're not gonna get it listen if you could stick a kilo of crack up your crack what's the matter with taking that same space and putting some c4 up there you know it's listen it's a it's a stretch it's a reach i get it but there's some crazy listen man go to any porn site and how are you setting that off listen are you you torturing your joint yeah you never listen you're telling me you can't find a way to sneak in a pack of matches or just even one match with a little striker there's there's ways to do it. I mean, these things aren't. aren't but the second foolproof. somebody drops their trousers to go light their butt on fire, do you see ever what's going on in every bathroom on every flight? You telling me that they can't just get up, walk to the bathroom, reach up their butt, and pull uh, out? With we've the, all blown up a bathroom or two in our exactly. day. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. It's you know, there's still ways around it. So I mean, they they put these these uh, plans, these things in place for for security, and I get it. It's invasive. I, I understand that, but I would rather be safe than sorry. That's just where I'm coming from. Is it is it worth the billions of dollars a year? I, I don't know. Is I don't there know. a better way? There, there's Listen, there may be a better way. I don't know. I have I no idea, know. but I, I mean, as far as melding that into another, uh, another division, I, I don't know if that would be the right move. I don't know. Now, better. the next one, the next one I like mm-hmm. is a Secretary of Defense. I'm 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 kind of on board yeah. with this guy. All right, mm-hmm. he reminds me now. Back in the day, I was a fan, <laughs> and, and a lot of a lot of our listeners may not agree with me. But I was a fan of Colonel Oliver North. Okay, if you remember him, I remember Ollie. Yes, mm-hmm. I I was a fan of Ollie. Okay, he, he stood up for the American way. Right, mm-hmm. I kicked ass. I did what I had to do. I kept you safe. Don't question my tactics, right. Marine. Right. You gotta love the Marines. Yeah. They're just they're, they're just hard. balls, man. They're, they're just hard. balls, right? They're hardcore. So uh, uh, Trump has pegged uh, Jim Mad Dog Mattis uh, to be the Defense Secretary. Mm-hmm. This guy's nuts. Yeah, I mean, he's he's a little wild. Just <laughs> out there. Man. He's a wild man. When he when he makes quotes like "I like to shoot people," it's fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and put him in charge of our military. Yeah, I kind of think nobody's going to be wanting to push that button for no, a while. No, you know they're all crapping themselves, going, "Oh man, we're not we're not getting away with nothing now." Who <laughs> named Mad Dog in charge of this? I really hope Congress lets him in. I really do. I I think I think he's going to make. It. There's yeah. going to be a lot of debate on him. Well, he's got. You have to be. What is he? You have to be retired from your position for at least seven years before. Uh, being accepted into one of these right, uh, so now cabinet you know, uh, positions, Congress has to give him a waiver, right, to become secretary. I hope they do. <sighs> oh God, I hope they do. We need somebody to stand up there that people are afraid of. I mean, this this, this guy, guy right? His nickname, Mad Dog. This guy's nuts. <laughs> oh God, I hope he gets in. Now, uh, he's got a, he's got a couple of things that it really they 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 wrinkle him. He doesn't he doesn't like them. Okay. Uh, one of them is putting women in combat roles. He doesn't like that. He doesn't like that. Huh. 
Me? Equal equal rights, right? Yeah, I'm all for it. Do it. Yeah. If you want to do it, by all means. Knock yourself out. Mm-hmm. There's the guns. You got my back, I got yours. Yeah. All right? Mm-hmm. And afterwards, you rub my back, I rub yours. <laughs> did, I, did I cross the line there? <laughs> no, it's it's pretty far behind us already. It really is. Oh, there we go. <laughs> Uh, and and the other one is uh, allowing transgender to openly serve. Now we've made a lot of progress in the military. I remember back in the day when uh, <laughs> here here here's here's a little bit of irony when Bill Clinton was so anti-gay in the military that they had to pass the "Don't Ask, Don't Tell." Yeah, I remember that. That yeah. was a Clinton thing. Mm-hmm. Okay, we don't want gays in, but you know what? We're not going to ask. Yeah. You don't tell. Yep. As long as you're not flaming, we'll never know. Mm-hmm. Once you come out of the closet, we got to get rid of you. Yeah. So we've gone way past that now, right? And and d- d- no matter what uh, you, you, you like, whether you like tab A or slop A, it doesn't matter. Now we're at the point where transgenders want to openly serve. Okay. Uh, think about this. Corporal Klinger. Ah, oh, mash. Yeah. Now that yeah. would be okay. Yeah. He's looking for a section eight. In yeah, mash, he was. Right? He was bucking. He was. <laughs> yeah. He said, "I'm going to get thrown out for being nuts by dressing like a yep. woman." Don't want to be here. I'm going to find a way out. Now, that's okay. Well, I mean, okay. So, but here's the thing, though: is they're put into the same uniform. Everything is uniform. So, what's the difference? Well, because a a genetically male sailor can uh, say he is a woman and be allowed to wear the petticoats. And hang out with all the semen. <laughs> There's the line again. Wow. We're just, Come on, dude. That's an Olympic <laughs> event now. We're just we're crossing. We're pole vaulting over wow. that sucker. That was good. No, but like, okay, so sleeping spaces, I understand that. A little difficult. Uh, restrooms, the showers, that stuff, I, I understand. But I mean, using, like you said, with Klinger, that dude was, of course, it was a, f- a fictional television show, MASH, you know during the um it was the setting was during the korean war but he's out there wearing the dress from gone with the wind yes and carrying a rifle carrying around a rifle. you know i mean it's not to that point it's not like these people are coming it's not like they have uh the you know pink camouflage for women and the, and the green camouflage for men you know no, but mean? it's in it's in theory right so okay yeah all right so they're they're out of unis and they're in their civvies mm-hmm. and yes now they're gonna dress like clinger okay but you're not fighting a battle in your civvies for the most part. No, but you got a lot of people that are not really, I don't want to say uh, open to it, but that's probably the best word. Mm-hmm. Uh, that may cause issues in, in our armed services. Well, Just as much as Don't Ask, Don't Tell did well, that's, I mean, that's their 30 own years up. ago. That's their own hang up to get over. Listen, we've discussed it in the past as far as, I mean, if some dude, if some dude that looks like me walked into a women's room because i identify myself as a female and my daughter's going in that bathroom there's issues don't i i don't need to explain we've discussed this i don't need to explain to my daughter what's going on with this individual okay that being said i don't care what you choose to do in your own personal time as far as the military service goes and serving our country tab a sloppy like what you said i don't care listen you're 
brave enough to put your life on the line to fight for our freedoms, for your freedom to do what you choose, to be who you choose, be with who you want. You be you. Listen, uh, nothing but love for me. Good for you. And if there's people like, you know, if if uh, Mad Dog has an issue with that, he might want to reevaluate that stance because these people are brave enough to fight for this country. Good for you. Bravo. I, I give you the highest of accolades. My fear is that somebody like Mad Dog will not be in support of it. Right. That he's <clears throat> too old-fashioned, too hardline to allow that type of progressiveness mm-hmm. into our military. I, I think, I mean, if that is the case, he definitely should reevaluate uh, the definition of bravery. You know? I mean, it, it's anybody that's willing to put their lives on the line for our country Nothing but brave. Listen, if there's a dude willing to wear lipstick and sit right next to me with the M16, then God bless him. Why I shouldn't? You're just gonna my, look better at it than me. Why I shouldn't have brought my M16? Well, I didn't bring my lipstick. <laughs> lipstick on pigs. <laughs> yes. So I think I think Mad Dog's a good choice. I just think some of the policies he may enact will uh, put us back a few years uh, mm-hmm. socially. Right. Okay. So, Treasury Secretary, we talked about a couple of weeks yeah. ago, Steve Nunchin, uh, that uh, we haven't changed on him. Now, Transportation Secretary, as, as a former truck driver and, and a guy that still works in the transportation industry, who we put in charge of our infrastructure mm-hmm. uh, is, is of great concern for me. And and while I, I personally don't really have any issues against Elaine Chow, She's already served as a cabinet member as a labor secretary under uh, Bush the first. She's married to Mitch McConnell, who is like a lifelong senator, right? He's a fixture of the Republican uh, figurehead, right? He is swamp people, and and now we have his wife uh, nominated to be the transportation secretary. This gives. Republican House leadership direct access to the White House, and 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 it's through a spouse, right? Uh, and and that person really, you know, hasn't worked a day in transportation. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> as as a guy that works in a trucking company, I always thought that the best people to run a trucking company are former truckers. Yeah. The best people to run a rail company are former rail workers. Somebody to run the transportation department of this country has got to have some kind of background in transportation. You've had to have done something either with the airlines or the rail industry, the shipping uh, uh, fleets or, or uh, road transportation to be able to lead this country's transportation infrastructure. Mm-hmm. Our bridges and roads are crumbling. We used to be the model that the world emulated when it comes to that. So many states and the federal government have stolen from their transportation funds that we got bridges falling apart, roads are crumbling, we got back roads that haven't been paid in in a generation, and now we're going to put somebody with zero experience in transportation in charge of it. That's a concern. Yeah, it's a little bit strange. I don't see the value in that. Unexplainable. No idea. So I'm I'm hoping that uh, people that I work with and and some of the companies I work for will uh, uh, hopefully voice some uh, opinion on this and and now if she's good with money and she can get money uh, to the states to rebuild roads if she can do any of that uh, may, I'll eat crow right mm-hmm. I'll I'll do that but I don't see the value in her doing that other than being a liaison between 
Mitch McConnell and Donald Trump. Yeah. Now, but again, just to reiterate the fact, <clears throat> these all require Senate com- confirmation. They do. So but, they're not like hard in stone in these positions just yet. But look at it. She's married <laughs> to Mitch McConnell. Oh, yeah. All right. I don't see. Duly noted. I don't see the Senate saying no. Yeah, all right. Duly noted. Right. So uh, Health and Human Services, Tom Price, is uh, a... a <laughs> A generational congressman from Georgia, uh, anti-Affordable Care Act. That's great. I like that. Uh, my concern is what's he's going to do to change it, right? As the Health and Human Services Secretary, his sole purpose is to make sure that uh, the FDA and, and all those departments pass uh, meaningful regulation and promote uh, a, a good pharmaceuticals for people and not just profit makers for pharmaceutical companies. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> as a former orthopedic surgeon, uh, uh, how how in the pocket are the pharmaceutical lobbyists on him? Uh, is he going to be bought and sold or is he actually going to do something? Because Trump's already stepped off of, I'm going to completely destroy the Affordable Care Act. Well, yeah, because there's it's not entirely, in his opinion, not entirely horrible. There was a couple of there was a couple of items right yeah, there, a couple low hanging fruits that were right, yeah, stuff decent like that. to keep, I suppose. <clears throat> but what this guy hasn't come out and said much about what he's going to do about it. So I'm going to leave my opinion off on him. I want to see if if the Senate does um, approve him, mm-hmm. where he's going to go because right now our health system's mess, right? So everybody just had yeah. their open enrollment periods with work. Everybody's premiums are going up. Everybody's services are going down, right? My, we, we offer where I work. You can now, if you're not feeling well, don't worry about going to urgent care. We have a phone call that you can make, and, and it only costs you $5, and you can talk to a physician assistant or an RN who can help you diagnose what's wrong with you. And if it's like a rash or something, you can take a picture of it and send it to them right on your phone, and they may be able to call in a prescription for you. You don't even have to really? go to the doctor. You know, Wait, No kidding. Yeah. That's actually a pretty good idea. You, you can trust like somebody watching a video picture over the phone to diagnose whether or not you got an issue? I think I'm all right with that. I really do. I, I, listen, you know, I got I got bills to pay. I got you know my uh, copays have been skyrocketing over the they, last they couple are of years. Ridiculous. Yeah. So I mean, you know, uh, would I rather pay five bucks for a video conference and, and get so okay, maybe not hands on, but similar, you know, somebody with an idea. Look, hey, yeah, that doesn't look good. Here, try this out. Five bucks, sure. As opposed to paying a hundred bucks to go to an ER or 50. five bucks does go against your deductible, so you can you can put that on your deductible. See, I'm, I think I'm all right with that. I really do. I mean, this is from a guy who you know I haven't been to the doctor and I don't remember how long, right. other than when I hurt myself. That's why you lost the leg. <laughs> <coughs> your third one, <laughs> my stumpy. <clears throat> so, uh, and we're just we're just rolling along here. I mean, I we've been going like, out. Look, we're an hour already. It's not like we're doing like drive-through vasectomies or anything here. Oh, no, but that's probably the next step. Oh, that'd be all right too. Just reach in. Because <laughs> <laughs> no, you gotta get, you got to have the bag of peas. you got to be able to milk it. Ah, uh, dude, do you get one? No. Oh, it was horrible. Oh, I didn't. Oh, God, it was horrible. I couldn't. It looked like I had, like, the walking dead in my pants. Oh. <laughs> I was, like, oh. bruised and swollen, and, God, it was a mess, dude. Oh, my ex-brother-in-law had it done, and he said he was fine in a day. He just milked it for a week. Oh, no, dude. Uh-uh. I was not fine. I'll put pictures up on our website one day. I took photos, dude. It was god. Did I ever show you? No, I don't want to see oh, it. Oh god, it was god awful. 
It was it was such a bad experience. The pain, the swelling. Would you go to Doctor Quackenack? No, he was actually a really nice doctor. Um, I, I mean, for I don't want to smear the guy, so I'm not going to put out who I went to. But it was one of those needleless, uh, no suture, no scalpel type of places. Pretty well known. I actually had a, a bunch of friends of mine went to him and said, "Oh, this guy's fantastic." Was it the guy that had the commercials all over the air? Uh, he might have been. Yeah, it might have been. I but, don't know if I would try. To, hey, we don't have to cut you. We don't have to stitch you, and then we can operate on your internal organs. Dude, such a pain. Uh, it was. It hurt. It hurt. He's like, he starts going in there after he gives me the numbing agent, and I'm like, oh, I'm like, you're on the left one, aren't you? And he's like, well, you feel that? And I said, yeah. And he goes, man, I gave you enough anesthesia to take down Chewbacca. And I'm like, well. <laughs> I'm a little bigger than apparently, Chewbacca. Apparently, thank you. Thank you, but it didn't work. Here, look at this. Check this picture out. Yeah, buddy. That's me. No. Yeah. Dude. Tell me about Elephantitis it. Elephantitis of the sack. It was terrible. Holy crap. I'm telling you, it was like a makeup artist from The Walking Dead. Now I want to know, why the hell are you carrying that around on your phone? To show people what you're in for. I'm all about the people. Holy I, crap. I, I, am, I am all about the people, Russ. Listen, if I can help you out and say, if you're prepared for that this. That was a horrible shave job, too. Uh, I participate in No Shave November. <laughs> and that was done in October, so I was still full on wood. Oh, that's it. <laughs> little manscaping, brother. Think yeah, about it. Yeah. So, well, I'm not a I'm not a modern man, so it is what it is. But yeah, no, I mean, it's not like we're talking about you know door to door vasectomies or anything like that's that. That's pretty much, man. You sound like you know, like the eye transplant in uh, uh, the Tom Cruise movie there. That uh, I never I saw know, it. whatever the hell that I, was. I know. I'm not a big Tom Cruise fan, bro. That's it. Mm-hmm. Wait, uh, it looks like. Did you see the the trailer for the Mummy? No. Actually, it doesn't look too bad. Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. No, I'm good. The only movie I really liked him in was The Color of Money, but that's he, Paul Newman pretty much carried him. You didn't watch the Mission Impossible movies? Uh-uh. Nope. They Never weren't saw bad. They Never weren't, they saw weren't horrible. I hated Top Gun. Hated yeah, it with I wasn't a, passion. a fan of it. I wasn't a fan. Uh, of it. I just, I, I don't find. I much feel the need, yeah. the need for speed. Not a Tom Cruise fan, bro. And then you know the, the woman I was dating went lesbian. So how how good was he? No, you. No, the, the Kelly whatever she was in Top Gun, his oh, girlfriend. She did? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I don't follow. You're not up on this stuff. I'm really not, dude. Superheroes. You gotta get on the interweb, man. Uh, superheroes and action stars. I, I'm really not like the movie going kind of. So guy. you didn't see the new Transformers trailer? Either? I didn't see the old Transformers trailer. Oh. <laughs> I didn't even know there was a new Transformer. How many have they got now? Well, this will be the fifth movie. Are you serious? Yeah. Five of them. Five. God, where have I been for the last four? This one doesn't look bad either. Is that like uh, the, the other ones are like real crap? Yeah, not I mean, into like it. real crap. No. Like Shia LaBeouf was in three of them. Yeah. Just do it! You yeah. know. <laughs> I don't even know who Shia LaBeouf is. You don't even know who Shia LaBeouf is? <laughs> I, I live under a rock, bro. I seriously have no idea. Dude was on the Disney Channel, and then he made a couple of movies. and boy, oh. you know, that's, that's, uh, No. Nope. Sorry. Never heard of him. Uh, <laughs> you, you don't watch movies. I really don't. I like like The Purge. I've seen a few of those where they got three of them. I've seen the first like two. like Saw? Saw was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah I like that stuff. You know. So you I, like Rob Zombie movies? I like TV programs. I like watching TV shows. You know, Blacklist, uh, Breaking Bad, Sons of Anarchy, stuff like that. You know, you got I, into I that. that. I didn't get into Sons of Anarchy. You didn't? No. 
I got some weird Rain Man thing going on with that. Like, I remember episode... I've only seen, you know... I've seen the whole series, but... Uh, fantastic. I'm not a motorcycle rider. Fantastic. How did you not like that? That's just... That's like Walking Dead's not my thing. You don't like the Walking Dead? Not even a little right, bit. We're done. This show's over. It's like... It's like <laughs> find somebody else perfect? to... Like find somebody else to play with. <laughs> Z Nation? I mean, I, I didn't I watch any of that stuff. I didn't, I didn't either. Well, here, it, to be fair... I didn't get into either of those shows, Sons of Anarchy or Walking Dead, until it was already a couple seasons in, because I was in, I was the same way. I'm like, ah, you know, I'm not into motorcycles. I don't, it's not my thing, you know. And I'm not into zombies. That's too far fetched. Yeah, but people stuff. aren't into dragons, but they watch Game of Thrones. Right. Well, I've never seen that either. Oh, there's a lot of boobs. Yeah. But you know, friends of mine are like, oh, you got to check it out. Oh, you got Sons of Anarchy. It's so great, so great. So you know, he got it on Netflix, and after the first episode, bam, hooked. I'm like, this show is cool as hell. I, I was so sad when it ended. They got a couple of spinoffs coming out. Yeah, apparently they're going to be following like one of the the, the Mexican biker biker club that that was on the show. They're going to be doing that. So I'll check it out. It's cool. Imagine like how you Sutter, know that, huh? You know that. Oh you yeah. Know. Well, I was a fan of the show. Kurt Sutter was a fantastic writer. He he created it. I mean, it was a great show. You know, The Walking Dead. Oh, zombies how lame how stupid blah 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 i wouldn't watch it a couple seasons go by i still never even seen a freaking second of it and some of my friends are like oh dude you got to check it out man you got we were bored at work one night threw one on real quick and again bam hooked like it's it's a really good show it's not you get all, addicted easy don't you? i have such an addictive personality it's unbelievable but it's not all about i keep telling the old lady you know like uh, dude you should watch this with me she's like man it's not my gig i don't like that stuff i was the same way dude seriously but it's not all about just zombies and rotten people walking around trying to eat you like no, it's about still... a guy with a, a barbed wire baseball bat knocking uh, the crap out of people megan yeah he is badass he is awesome he's he, a tool he's not a tool have you watched it you i just saw the, I saw the i saw the i saw the episode where he killed the oh you gotta see it dude his personality he is he is the man he is freaking awesome uh, he's bruce wayne's father in batman versus superman so in what right in the movie batman versus superman oh he he, he plays bruce wayne's father does he did yeah. you like him in that he was dead so i don't get it he also played uh the jokester in uh, uh a movie a couple of years ago uh shoot jokester yeah I don't even know the guy's name. He's fantastic as an actor. Anybody out there that watches The Walking Dead, you're, this dude is freaking badass. He just carries himself in such an awesome uh, post-zombie apocalyptic world in just such a fantastic manner. I don't even know the guy's name, though, so if you're going to look so up. I'm trying, I'm trying to look, look up uh, some... I keep trying to tell the old lady to watch it with me, though. She just doesn't, She, you know, I don't like zombies. I'm not into zombies. But there's such, there's backstories to it. Of course, there's like some, you know, lovey-dovey, crappy backstories that I would personally fast forward through. But trying to like, you know, hook her into it to give us something else to watch together. Because we have our shows we watch together. You know, we we watch, um, <clears throat> sorry, I just got her into Black, oof. I just got her into Blacklist. Which is a great show. I don't know if you've ever seen that. I, I, I wanted to. I just never. James Spader. Yeah. It's a really good. You know, television. I like program. him. He's a creepy bastard. But so. I tried trying to bring her into something that I'm interested in, and uh, like I, I, I bought well, the first couple of seasons of Vikings. I wanted to watch that. I actually we're just catching up with that now. I think I'm on episode. I'm like season four right now, and I know season five is just starting. We're just starting, right? Mm -hmm, so I bought mm -hmm. the first two seasons, uh, maybe three seasons, but we haven't 
We haven't said we watched two episodes and then we got away from it and never went back to it. So. Oh, you, you got to check it out. Well, that, we did That's that with Game of Thrones my, though too. We, we missed the first couple of seasons and uh, yeah, I never saw that. And we got I got every season. Every, every uh, season. Yeah, uh, so maybe someday I'll check it out. I hear good things. Some of the guys I work with are like, "Dude, you've never seen Game of Thrones," and I'm like, "Not." <laughs> well, I, I, man. I get a little, you know, a tie-in with the uh, the the author of the the books, right? Because he uh, George R. R. Martin was born and raised in Bayonne, New Jersey. So they're books. Uh, they start out as books. Huh. Hmm. So uh, he wrote these books, uh, uh, "Song of Fire and Ice," right? And uh, he's from my hometown. You ever meet him? No. I'd like to, but there's know. still that connection. That's it, cool. You know, it's you know yeah. some famous people from my town. You know, see, but I never like I got into Vikings. I didn't think I would. You know, again, I got into it like a season or two when it was already into it. But uh, I, you know me, dude. I'm not into superheroes. I'm not into Viking era stuff. Uh, you know, Spartacus. I guess that's another show yeah, on HBO is. or something. I, everybody's, oh, you got to see it. I'm not into gladiator stuff. I'm, it's just never been anything that... I, well, that at least not in public. No. Uh, you like gladiator movies? <laughs> yeah. yeah. You ever seen a grown man naked? <laughs> yeah. Or watch a dog hump a leg? <laughs> but Surely never, you can't be serious. <laughs> it's never been my gig, though, but, you know, because uh, I do, I have an addictive personality, so I'm afraid that if I do, I don't need anything else to take my attention away from reality. I really don't. You know, I get into something and everything else around me just blacks out. Yeah, you, you get know? tunnel vision. And then I start binge watching and that just turns ugly for for so many different <laughs> ways. Like, you know, you'll walk into the room and you could smell me before you yeah, come. No, no, when we were when we were catching up, we would binge a weekend. So mm-hmm. I would buy a season right. and, and, and they would have 10 one-hour episodes. And we would just plow through them. Really? Send the kids in front of the TV. There's lunch in the fridge. <laughs> Leave us alone. We've got some watching to do. It's bonding time. Just think think about how much time we've wasted mm-hmm. in our lives watching serials. Watching, yeah, watching programs. Just, yeah. it's nuts. And now you got stuff like Netflix and, and all Go these watch other. Watch it on your phone. Yeah. And there's, there's. Every... I can get my Directv subscription on my phone or mm-hmm. my Netflix. I remember when I was younger, there before even before we even had a VCR. If something was on TV and you missed it, guess what? Screw you, you missed it. You had to hope for the rerun in a couple of years. Exactly. You know, I remember like Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas. Now that it's Christmas time, it was on HBO back when I was a kid. There was no videos of it. There was no. You couldn't go online and watch it on YouTube or Netflix. No, or you had to go to Blockbuster and rent it about a year after it was on TV. Right. Yeah. 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 When stuff came out, you can rent it a year later. If a movie came out in the theaters, uh, you got to wait a year or so a until year. it's on. Yeah. And now everything is so readily accessible. And then at Blockbuster, if you didn't get there early enough, they were out. Yeah. They would run out of the... And you'd have to go back the next day and hope the guy returned it on time. Somebody returned it on time. Yeah. (laughs) And then if you did and wasn't rewound, you'd be all ticked off. Yeah. Then, they, you know, you had to put it in this little race car thing to rewind it. You remember that? Oh, God, dude. Old school. (laughs) Yeah. now Now everything's so readily available. And then they wonder why kids are getting lazy. Because everything's right there. At the they have of your no hands. idea what it's like to put a cassette on a pencil and they, spin it. Oh, you remember that? Yeah, just to tighten it back <laughs> just to up. Tighten it back up. Yeah, try to try to get it so you could put it back in the cassette player. And then the worst <laughs> thing in the world was in it when it stopped. Yep. If it stopped, like you know, you put your cassette in, you're listening to your tunes. If it stopped without you actually hitting stop, you know something went wrong. You panicked. You pan. You open up that little. And cassette then you hear door. the crackling. Yep. 
you open up that cassette door yep. and you pull it out and all the tape is the left tape behind. Is there, so, uh, uh, kids won't know our struggles. <laughs> now, the upside is working in radio, I knew exactly how those things were working and wired. And yeah. So I was able to... Mm-hmm. Back in the late '90s, able to do that. Yeah, we used to we used to figure out how to uh, re-splice cassette tapes yes. together and stuff using tape and little razors and stuff because you know you got to save that tape. Got to save you know, the tape. Buying stuff like that was costly. Yeah, you know, uh, lots of lots of fun. Those are the days. Dude, we're getting old, bro. You can tell by the grays <laughs> in my beard. We're we're getting old. <laughs> Didn't see any gray on the other shot. No. <laughs> Hey, listen, man. Be proud you saw that. You're one of few. Oh, Actually, yeah. you're one of many. I'm proud. Yeah, I, you're showed proud. You show I was showing everybody like, hey, how'd, see my balls? how'd your vasectomy go? Oh, here, look. We'll post it on our website. <laughs> Dude, you think I should get some of that just for men beard? You know what? My uh, kids bought that for me as a gag a few years back because I, I had the beard for a while. Uh-huh. And uh, uh, right on the corners of my mouth, it'd be getting a little good. And I'm... When it comes to that, I'm, I'm a little vain. Right. Right? Now, mind you, I'm as big as a house, right? But but that would bother me. Having a little gray? Having a little gray. Seriously. It would bother the hell out of me. And I, I have a, a, a red beard. You know, a, little, a little redder than yours at times. Right. And uh, so the kids bought me as a gag one time, the the Just for Men. But th- did you use it? I shaved. Ah, oh, dude. Just because of a little gray? Yeah. See, I put on, I call it my winter fur. This is my winter fur. I, I start growing it out sometime in August. I'll start shaping it, you know, and get it going. Nothing's better during the winter time than a nice face full of fur when you're out there snow blowing or if you're out hunting, sitting in a tree stand when the wind's blowing at you. This is nice, dude. This is, I don't, listen, I'm not sure if you know this about me. Don't give a damn what anybody thinks about me. Anybody whatsoever. Don't care. You know, oh, my God, you look like you're homeless. Yeah, I don't care. I'm comfortable. I'm good with it. But Connor, my son, said something to me the other day that kind of sunk in a little bit that I'm getting old. He, he did the same thing to me. Now, I never cared about the gray. I've got my bald spot. Mm-hmm. Don't care. But, uh, you know, a couple months ago, he got into the TV show and the movies Jackass. Jackass, okay. the movie yes. and stuff. Yes. You know, him and his buddies were like, eh, you know, watching it, laughing and stuff. One of the guys in it was, his name was Ryan Dunn. Yes. And he passed away a couple years ago in He's a tragic motor, motor yeah. vehicle accident. But he had this epic beard. It was a nice beard. It was, really was. I mean, it was a manly beard, you know. And Connor, my son, had said to me, oh, why, don't you, uh, why don't you grow Ryan Dunn this year? I said, okay, game on. So the other day he says to me, he goes, well, you got the shape down pretty good. I said, yeah, thanks, man. He goes, man, you got a lot of gray hair in there. And I, I'm like, first, I, my first reaction was like, shut the F up. Get, get out of here. Go do your dishes or something, you know. But I looked in the mirror and, yeah, dude, I'm like. You start looking at him. I'm looking at an old man in the mirror. So Where, I, And when did that happen? I don't remember, dude. I'm only 42. I shouldn't be this gray. You know, that's my, I shouldn't. Okay, the bald spot, I dig it. That's genetics. I shouldn't be this gray. So I was going to. Just wait, because get, oh, get the gray chest hair. I don't have much chest hair. Dude. I don't have much really either, don't. but what I have. Has turned gray. No, mine's still. No, mine's still. And I'm red. only 47. See, you're only a couple years older than me. Yeah, yeah. I I don't um I don't know where where things just start going south. I have no idea. I never cared before. He was the first person. The same thing. He was the first person that ever said anything. I've had people at work saying, "Oh, look at the grays. Yeah, bite me, whatever." But he like when he said it, it kind of just like, "Ooh, that's my son," telling his old man that he's an old man. 
So I, I did some research on that whole touch of gray and everything like yeah. that. I don't know. You know, I got red hair. I don't know if it's going to work, but. Well, see, I'm, I'm, I, I look at my own man, right? Mm-hmm. My, my father is in his early 70s, and people mistake us for brothers. Really? And just in shape. You Kept know, himself he, together? Yeah. He, Good you know, for him. He, he's, he still up, uh, jumps up and down off of uh, flatbed trucks. Oh, good for him. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So he's he, now he, he complains to me all the time. I don't want to do this anymore. I'm getting too old for this. But he still does it, right? Right. Working on his truck every weekend, doing the uh, landscaping, chasing after uh, my niece and nephew, and then you know they're five and three. So he's he's constantly active. He didn't have a lot of gray in his beard, right? And then right. I got pictures of him when he was maybe a year or two older than me, and. He looks a hell of a lot younger than me. Even with the beard. Even with the beard. Hmm. So I look at that and I'm like, uh, I got to I gotta fix this. I can't be older than my father was when he was my age. Right, yeah. And so that's a, it's a I hate, I hate, I refuse to age. Hmm. I'm gonna, I see it. You have no choice. Crow's feet are happening already, right? Yeah, yeah. And And being the, the bigger guy that I am, I get this little turkey waddle yeah, happening yeah. here, right? See, I'm hiding it with the winter fur. But yeah, yeah. It's, and, and that's, I, I keep telling Paul that, I'm going to get that cut. I'm going to get it cut. Yeah. She's like, no, yeah, don't do it. I said, I'm going to get in shape, which will never happen, and I'm going <laughs> to get that cut. Just grow to do what I do. Grow a beard to cover it. Yeah, and, uh, and then the first time she comes back from her mother's house with cat dander all over her, I got to... Me, uh, me you get the itch. Yeah, me. Now, now, would she have any objections to you growing a beard? No, as long as it's not mid-stage. Uh, it's either either close shaved or overnight and needs to be full in. Oh, so it's the growing. She hates the stubble, uh, the, the transition. I get it. And I'm a shaper, right? Hmm. So I I I do the the trim. I don't just let it grow, right? And then just let it go and then groom it. Mm-hmm. I I have to shape it and. See, I, I'm just one of those. I just let it do its thing. You know, I shaped it at first. You Grizzly Adams it. Yeah. I shaped Which, it by the way, just... no, you don't even because that was a, a kicking beer. You ever watch that show when you were a kid? Nope. Grizzly Adams? Never saw it. Oh, I, I've seen pictures of the guy. I know who he is, but I never watched it. Uh, but the that show. was an epic beard. Let's hmm. see if I can uh, pull it up here for you because that was his his beard was absolutely. Oh, yeah. Look, 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 at, look, at, look at that beard. Oh yeah, it's like that's see now that's what I'm going for. I'm gonna Dan try something Haggerty like that. Beard. I'm gonna but try see how he like gets that. that trim down on the jowls there a little mm-hmm, bit, you know? Mm-hmm. That is a manly beard. You know, I never asked my old lady what she thinks about it. Like, look, look at look at that. Look how manly that beard is. See, I would do pull that. that big screen. Let's pull that up. Look at that. You should put that on the website. Look at so how manly <laughs> that beard is. <laughs> He could use some just for men. <laughs> he didn't even care. He got his bear, and that was it, right? The grizz- grizzly beard look is a thing, mm-hmm. uh, except you don't do it with a man bun. With uh oh that oh that fellow there. Well, that's a progressive thing. Oh. Put the put the hair up on do- top of the head into a bun. Now what do you, what do you, what do you think of this? Hmm. I, I don't I don't I don't like that. That does really See, long. What we're looking scraggly. at is a fellow with a beard, probably down to his belly button almost. And 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 there's just too many loose hairs around there. He needs some of that beard oil. Yeah, that's yeah. A, you know, and that's a, I always did the mustache wax. You did? Yeah, and then and do that little. Like, no, I didn't do the twirl. I didn't twirl. twirl. I just I I like I didn't like it going out all over the place. I was yeah. Just, see, I'm, uh, every once in a while I have the issues with that, but again, I I just don't care. I I don't. 
I'm not I'm not that big into that. Walk through the store and if you know if somebody looks at me and goes, God damn, that's an ugly looking f- I don't care. I have nobody to impress anymore, Russ. Literally nobody. Listen, at my job, I sit in a back office somewhere in a in a literally a, a dark armpit of the building. Nobody sees me. I don't care. When I'm at home, you know, uh, having looking like a bum, you know, my daughter still wants to sit on my lap and watch TV with me. I'm cool with that. I have nobody to impress. I do feel, you know, I never, again, asked the old lady what her, her thought process on it was. She never said yay or nay, like, oh, shave. You know, I know some friends of mine can't grow a beard. My old lady won't let me. I've never. I've uh, never had that. No, no if I wanted I, to do anything, uh, that, Paul, that's always good with it. So. Yeah, I, I never had that, but. Uh, I guess I don't know. Maybe maybe I should do something with it. I mean, most most wives don't want their uh, old men to get motorcycles. Right. Mine does. You know, she wants you to get a yeah, bike. She oh. wants us. You know, want, she wants us to retire in an RV. Oh, yeah, same here. You know what I mean? So there's yeah. uh, a beard is fine as long as it's uh, I can go from nothing to full beard overnight. <laughs> Skip the go on vacation for a couple of weeks and come, and, come and, back. And, after and if it's I'm going to grow it, then there's no makeout sessions in the between. Have to hold on. I, I look at it as a light, like a nice, comfortable thigh pillow. <laughs> and we revisit the line. Hello, line. <laughs> so, as we get ready to wrap up uh, this, I didn't even come up with a name for episode nine. Um, yeah, surprising. And <laughs> that goes with episode nine. Uh, we are looking to change our format here mm. at DNR Radio. We just we have a lot of fun. We do. Uh, I, I enjoy this uh, once a week. Uh, we're we're probably going to expand this to twice a week after yeah. the beginning of the year. After the holidays, we're going to try to uh, try to see what we can do about every uh, every week doing maybe two shows. We'll do a Monday and a Thursday yeah. record, which means a Tuesday and a Friday drop. The world is at our feet. We can do whatever we want with it. We're getting a lot of positive feedback, mm-hmm. so I don't yeah. I don't see why we wouldn't. Yeah, it's just a couple dudes bantering. Well, I, I, you know what. <laughs> I can't believe that we went uh, this this far already without uh, taking a break or or uh, uh, having to stop for any reason. We're just going right through. Yeah, I, have to, I do have to pee pretty soon, but that's not. Well, that's that's, that's we're gonna wrap emerging. it right. We're gonna yeah. we're gonna get out of this yeah, now. Go it's, grab something to eat. Yeah, we got you know we're gonna get together uh, uh, a week from now. Uh, yeah. When when we get together again, we're gonna know what the electoral college is gonna do. Yep, that's uh, what's that next Tuesday. Tuesday. Next Tuesday. So that happens on Tuesday. Now, uh, you heard about the the two Texas guys that are saying they're going to go against the popular vote in Texas and they're going to vote yeah, they for someone against Trump. Yeah. They didn't say they're going to vote Hillary. Right. One said he may go for, vote for Kasich. I, I can't believe they caved. That's what, I don't know what they, who they're caving to. Texas wanted them. Yeah, Texas yeah. wanted Trump. Well, these are people that don't they want, want it huge. You know, they don't want the confrontation from the rioters and the snowflakes out there. And one 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 of the electoral uh, delegates stepped down because he couldn't vote Trump. So right. the the one that replaced him is going to vote Trump. But then another one said he's not going to vote for Trump, even though uh, the state's popular vote said that he he should. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then. Uh, another one stepped up the other day and said that he's going to do it as well. Okay. So that's uh, when you're going against the popular vote of the state that you're representing is an issue. They didn't make it a law that said that you have to follow the popular vote. Right. Some states you have to. Okay. 
Okay. The electoral delegates have to follow the popular vote of the that popular state. vote of their state of the state. Okay. Uh, Texas is one of them that does not require it. So you can just vote anyway. You can vote. I mean, the entire electoral delegate uh, party of Texas could vote entirely against the popular vote. Hmm. Now, this is Texas. They'll probably run you out on the rails. Right. Good luck living there, buddy. But they will. They will, <laughs> and they and they can. In some instances, do it. So well, he has what three hundred and how many electoral votes does he have? Right, he can, he can afford to lose something. a couple, I mean, right? He but, can. You know, he's got to lose like what 30, 30 plus. He's got to lose almost forty. Yeah. I think forty of them. I mean, which is not going to happen. He'd have to lose California, which he didn't have anyway. But right. the amount of delegates is fifty-five. In fifty-five. Yeah. We so, didn't even talk about California. I wanted to bring that up to you about them seceding from we'll the get a couple of minutes you got a problem with them leaving i have no problem with them leaving. none at all none whatsoever get yukon cornelius out there with his pickaxe and cut him off chop that off get out of here take get off them. hollywood's a totally different yeah. country yeah don't come bitching at us when an earthquake strikes and you need fema and you need federal relief they can't don't... afford to live as a state yeah yeah go on have at it have take off See you later. Tell you what, why don't you go on up the uh, the coast a little bit, take Oregon and take Washington with you. Have a good time. The problem is, we are written in a way that they can't. You why? can't. You can't just secede. Mm-hmm. You have to have have votes on it. So the the union has to allow it. Okay. The union has to allow a state to leave after they petition. All right. I don't see 49 states allowing California to leave. Why? I don't see why they why I, I it's You're going to have people say because of the the cultural diversity that they bring to this country which uh, I don't know. I mean, all right. LA's it's not like, it, but it's not like somebody's literally cutting them off and floating them into the ocean. No, I mean, but you would a, need a passport to go there. That's fine. I'm, I'm all on board. You, you take route 80 and on your way out to uh, Sacramento you have to stop you know, Lake Tahoe is, is, is another country, you know? It's half Nevada, half California. Yeah, yeah. I, it just sounds good to me, though. <laughs> I mean, Hollywood uh, movies are now imported. That's fine. Get get your own money. Get your own currency. Do your own thing. Listen, if if the country is so horrible under uh, under any kind of Republican rule and all do, do your own thing. Get up. Go. See ya. I'm good with it, dude. I really am. I've never been to California. I have no desire to go to California. I, I, as far as I'm concerned, if you want to be the the liberal crybaby state of the of the country, have at it. Take off. But when you need the help, don't come knocking. Not going to be there. Not not when we go back to the gold standard, right? Mm. You see, Donald wants to do that, right? Mm-hmm. He wants mm-hmm. to go back to the gold standard. Nixon got us off the gold standard back. Uh, in the late 70s. 60s, right? The early 70s. 70s yeah. Uh, he, he wants to put his back on the gold standard. It means your money will be worth its weight in gold. Mm-hmm. So a dollar is worth a dollar's worth of gold. Right. So right now, gold is through the roof. We is go it? to the gold standard, and, and your dollar is going to be worth a lot. Huh. Okay. Second gold goes down, though, your dollar is dollar's worthless. It goes down, right? You, you, run, you run the chance. Mm-hmm. Right now, a dollar bill is nothing more than a piece of paper. There's nothing really backing it up, right? right? It's just it's it's there's nothing substantial behind it. Mm-hmm. It's just the promise that the United States will cover yeah. the dollar. So yeah, it's a debt note basically. That's that's all it is, yeah. right? <clears throat> Back before then, the dollar was worth the dollar's worth of gold. The quarter was twenty five cents worth of silver. You know, yeah. 
which now 25 cents worth of silver is smaller than a dime. Yeah. Yeah, the price has dropped a little. Yeah, well, so those are are things to look forward to. We're going to talk about uh, uh, the Electoral College next week. We're going to see whether or not uh, the country is going to be uh, under the guidance of Donald Trump as uh, the states had voted for. Uh, we're hoping it is. Uh, we think that uh, despite the fact that we had a lot of stuff to talk about, uh, I, I think that he's got a lot of good things uh, heading in the right direction for yep. us. Yep. It's like, you, you know, you're on an airplane. Don't pray that sucker crashes. Get behind him and, and hope, hope for the best. So we want you to let us know mm-hmm. what what you think. And, and there's a couple of ways to get in touch with us. Yeah, you can go uh, dnrradio.net. Um, you can email us, radiodnr at gmail.com. Love to hear from you. Certainly uh, any opinions, any topics, uh, feel free to throw us a line. Facebook or our Twitter feed also. Big thanks to uh, graphics done by Skunk Duck Designs. Uh, fantastic job with the graphics. Of course, Modulex New England. Uh, hooked us up with the banner. Uh, much thanks to the friends of the show. Love you. Love you, mean it. A lot of friends of the show, and we're mm-hmm. getting more and more every week, so I appreciate yeah. everybody listening. Mm-hmm. Uh, until uh, next week when we're officially under uh, the rule of the Trump. Uh, for Dark Side, this is Russ, and we'll catch you next week. This is DNR Radio. Peace.